now for the moment that you've all been waiting for. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style, right here on this podcast. Because you're listening to the Osaka Saint, the Saitama Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. But double your pleasure, double your fun, because right now you get two Hogsman for the price of one. He's the hombre with no nombre. Mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo. El numero uno. That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsman, Big Duke. He couldn't make it tonight. He says he's going to try and be here next week. But it is Monday night, July 27th, and you are listening to the Hogsman Podcast straight from Casa de Camden. This uh, podcast is brought to you by 10 Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up? What's up? What's up? Devin Sparks, Mike Camden, the Hogsman. Yeah, along with NPA, not producer Adam, is with and us now. he's a part of the podcast, yes, he's a part of the podcast. You know who's not been a part of the podcast in quite some time? Where the fuck is Hunter? I don't know. He's off doing things. Doing things. He wanted to be a member of the Hogsman. Has not been here in quite some time. Actually, um, I just haven't even told him, like, we're doing it. From the <laughs> Did you ever give him the invite? He has no idea. No, but I mean, he's got, like, an open invite. I don't give it. I don't, he's always allowed to come here. Should we just start... I feel like we should get, like, a cardboard cutout of him, and then every once in a while, Adam will just go, mm-hmm, and then, like, that'll be him contributing. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. So. That sounds, like, expensive. I don't want to know if I want to spend that much money on him. Uh, yeah, we don't have that. We, we, we can't fund let's that Let's take one overhead. of those, bo- those Pacifico boxes. Let's cut it up. Let's just draw a picture with him of a marker and just, like, stick that on a broom, and that could be Hunter. Okay, go ahead okay. and get on that. Cool. Uh, fat broom, because he's gained a lot of weight over quarantine. Do you have any fat brooms? No. Okay, never mind. Sparks, what's up? What's new? What's happening? You watching some baseball over the weekend or what? Oh, my God, yeah. I did. I watched a lot of baseball. I'm, uh, I usually just watch the Padres and the Angels. Mm-hmm. I was born in Anaheim and was lived there until I was like 10 years old. So uh, that's one thing that I like about Fox Sports San Diego is they got Padres and they got uh, the Angels. Um, but this... I mean, we've been going without sports for so long that it was Padres, Angels, Cubs, Brewers, Yankees, Nats, Phillies. Uh, I mean, just anything I could get my hands on as far as, as baseball was concerned, I was watching it. Yeah, it was good to have baseball back on the TV. It's just, you know, it's nice to have sports on to watch. Uh, I didn't watch too much. I did catch a little bit of the... Uh, Chicago Cubs Milwaukee Brewers game. Uh, what was that on Saturday? I think so. And uh, yeah, it was cool, man. It was just nice, uh, just you know, being able to watch baseball again. That didn't come from Korea. Uh, <laughs> By the way, that shit was interesting, though. We talking about how like they like yeah. the fans. Yeah. You know what's so funny is uh, my brother and I. I think I must have talked about it on this podcast when I went and trained out at OVW. I brought my brother with me. Yes. And one of the things we did in our spare time was go check out stadiums. I love the ballpark thing, you know, going to different ballparks and watching games. Everybody remembers the Colt Cabana. Story. I'm not talking about that motherfucker on this podcast. He doesn't get any free pub from us. Uh, go back and listen. To that was an episode eight. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, we went there. We went to uh, the Rockies on the way out. Uh, we went to the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. We tried to hit a Royals game, but we couldn't make it because it was the same day as that. Uh, 
stuff that I forget about where I'm like, holy shit, that's those are legit ballparks. Was the ones that in Japan I went to like two, uh, two different ballparks in Japan that I put on my list that I I think are kind of like a cool little notch on your belt. Oh yeah, definitely. That's They're cool. very small. They're very. They really are small. Really. They're much smaller. Yeah. Hmm. Is it because you think the sport's not as big out there, or? Um, I don't know because they give a lot of land to the ballpark, so it's not like they couldn't make them uh, normal size. But I, I wouldn't say it's like arena football. You know what I mean? It's not that much smaller, but yeah. it is. You know, the stadiums are a little bit tighter uh, for the most part. the The capacity is smaller, but also um, the the field itself is a little smaller. I don't know, maybe more. You know, just more more chances to score. I mean, that's just how they want to play the game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I I. Uh... Did you watch any games with the fans that was interesting? Like as far as like they, I watched the the Cubs and the Brewers game had uh, CGI fans put in. Really? There. Yeah, that's funny. Did it look cool? Eh, no, it looked like a video game. Yeah. And then you have some people that were doing the thing where they just had cutouts in the backstop. Dude, you know if I was that, you know I'm the merch guy. Yeah. If I'm them, here's what I'm doing: for every pitch that's shown on TV, a fan can pay for a sign. Every single pitch. So I'm talking about like taking up the, like or every every frame that they go to. If they go to like the not frame every shot. If they like the pitcher throws the ball and then they cut to him and you can kind of see like the empty third baseline behind him. Uh-huh. Have a sign on there, hundred bucks for just for that. It could be two seconds, but put it up there as long as it's you know acceptable. It can't be you know cuss words or whatever. There'd definitely be a uh, pro wrestling tease backslash American kaiju. That's the one. That's the one that I was going for. <laughs> also, we still need to get our Hogsman one up. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, that's your thing, man. You don't want merch money? Well, I want the merch money, but I want you to take care of everything. Wasn't there a movie called uh, Milk Money? Yeah. Can we do something like, like let's do a documentary about the Hogsman called Merch Money? Mel- Melanie Griffith. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. an odd concept, by the way. Would that ever happen? I don't think it could ever happen nowadays. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, didn't they, like, pay to, like, see her titties? I don't know. Not only did that, but I think they, like, paid her. Like, she's a prostitute or a stripper. And That's they, like, right, paid her to yeah. be their mom or something like that. Or their girlfriend. That's weird. Yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah, man. So, baseball's back. Who knows how long for. So, the, smarten me up a little bit. The The Marlins got, like, 12 cases of COVID going on in their organization, right? Yeah, it was uh, between players and coaches. I think the total ended up being, like, 14 total but it's but they're the team that like it's just them that got hit hard right uh one of the better players on the nationals on friday tested positive but other than that that, juan soto oh shit yeah other than that there hasn't been a big like surge in like names that have gotten it Mm -hmm. but this was the first one and i mean it makes sense it's in florida where right now they have a lot of cases going on so yeah i mean they're they'll be fine I know, like they were talking about, like postponing the season again or something like that, right? Dude. Or like, well, they have. I, I don't think they're going to make it all the way through. They just lost basically an entire team, unless they can bring up all their minor leaguers who haven't had a spring training. That's what they're going to have to do. They're yeah, going to they have, have to. They, they have a sixty-man roster pool, so they basically, until those guys test negative and can come back, they have to just bring in these but minor leaguers. Here's the fucked up part: is they tested four, four of them tested positive. And they kept playing games. They're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's all right. We're good. It's only it's only a little positive. It's just the tip. Well, MLB gave them the option to do that. So that's the MLB's fault. Get the fuck fault. out of here. The MLB told them that they have the they can vote if they want to play the game. Up. But the Phillies, who were playing the Marlins, never had the option to vote. That's bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of screwed up. That's kind bullshit. Kind of screwed up. 
dude, we could see some really funny like playoff teams this year. Because if and it sucks for you, because Adam's a Yankees fan. Oh really? Um, but <laughs> oh really? Um, he's wearing a, he's got a Yankees mask that he his COVID mask, and he's got a thank you Captain uh, shirt for Derek Jeter right now. But uh, the Yankees coincidentally owns the Marlins. Piece of shit. But they were supposed to play uh, the Phillies today. And if the if anyone from the Phillies had it, and then the Yankees got it, could you imagine if the Phillies and the Yankees were two front runners to win their respective conferences? Yeah, Fucking... The Yankees were going to be in the same clubhouse that all those Marlins guys were in that might have tested positive, and maybe shared a hotel that they were in. Who knows? Uh, no, they didn't. I've, I've already read that someone reported that they were in a different hotel. Like they These literally guys just... all know each other, so they could have hung out too. Like if they passed yeah. each other in town, it's possible, but. But, I mean, you could take out two contenders by eliminating 12 guys on their roster. Well, it's like it's like they always say, you're only as strong as your weakest man on the team. Why'd you look at me when you said that? Well, you know, we're a team. Uh, That's fucked up. And then, uh, and then Adam, Mr. Bubble over here, thinking the NBA is impenetrable. Told you, dog. Wait, they are impenetrable. No. They don't have a COVID test positive yet? No, but the thing is they had a, a NBA player from the Clippers – he got excused to to exit the bubble because he had to go to a funeral or something like that. And so he goes, well, while I'm out here, I might as well get some, he said chicken wings, right? Yeah, he said he got some wings at a strip club. At Magic City. Jesus. And uh, I'm telling you guys, you're talking about guys, these are NBA players. These are alphas. These are guys that have always been the star. They have so much fucking testosterone. These are the guys that have always been the star player. They've never had a problem getting women. They got that BDE, right? All the way from high school to college, they've always been been the star. And now you're going to say, by the way, you have to live in this little area. And uh, yeah, all that side side that you got going on, it ain't coming in. I'm telling you, they're going to find a way to go get it or have it brought to them. They're, they're so gonna... why can't they? Okay, just this is like the argument for like legalizing prostitution. Why can't they just like scan the girls? Like, all right, girl, you're good. You tested negative. Come on in. I've, I, wow, you really just went serious on that one. Like, what's wrong? With, if they got, they're like, I want my girlfriend to come in, like conjugal visit. Like, I don't know, man. Like, that's I don't know. Like, I'm... if you test negative, right? That's it. You just got to yeah. test negative. I mean, for all we know, there are people's families in there with them. I mean, I don't know that for a fact that there isn't. They are at Disney World after but all. But you got to remember, uh, a lot of these girls are supposed to be on the hush. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I don't think they... Well, they're wearing masks. They you want, can't tell they, who they, they are. I don't think they want login information. Like, you know, like, hey, just log in uh, time and date and what room number you're going to go to. Who are you here to see, by the way? <laughs> you know? So I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. I don't, I don't think they want any records of anything like that. So, mm. well, hey, this is what's funny though. Is we talked about this, we talked about testing and bubbles. I, I said last week for wrestling, I think you'll see the upper echelon of, of indie companies come back first, right, with major testing before these guys get on. You said it's the opposite. You said it's going to be the, you know, the lower tier wrestling companies, maybe student shows first and things like that, where. Um, you know they can do outside shows, outdoor shows, and do it safely that way. And the, the type of people that will want to be on those shows, um, we're seeing that with the NBA and the MLB right now, right? The different ways because basically the MLB is policing themselves, and they're saying it's on you guys. If you're fucking sick, stay home. If you test positive, stay home. Their locker room, I believe, is similar to what an indie locker room would be outside of a bubble, where I'm where I'm saying you'd have to go there, test test negative before you could be on the card. Um, if testing ever became cheap enough and all that. But otherwise, you're going to have these indie shows where you know, 
12 guys leave with well the, the biggest indie in the country did run two shows this weekend also so. gcw yeah i also just kind of zoned out when you oh, compared the nba to an independent wrestling <laughs> gotta start somewhere high hopes um, um but yes gcw see this is what i'm telling you gcw ran a show outside um i don't know where it was, it was somewhere in jersey it was a pier in new jersey and I don't fucking I, bash at the beach. I love it. It was so cool. You hear SummerSlam might be on a boat this year. Oh wait, didn't they just do Jericho's boat thing? No, uh, that got canceled. this year's got canceled. But the but, last one, they already did that. Who gives a shit? See, like I don't understand why aren't more promotions doing that? Like they obviously got a permit to run outside somewhere that it's, it's, it looked like a cool location. Um, I feel like that's what promotions should do right now is try and find these outdoor locations, um, and get the talent there and. So and let me run shows. Let man. me ask you this, right? Let's say, and people would pay. I think you guys believe I'm wrong about this, but I think people would pay. But you've got what do you mean? You talking about fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, but pay I, to watch the show? Listen, I'm getting there. You've got UFC with Fight Island, and you're gonna roll your eyes. UFC is the biggest. Okay, yeah, they're a big fucking company, right? But let's say you do this. Let's say you do it on a pier or a boat or whatever, and you have a show, and you go great. You're not doing it on a boat. Okay, not a boat. You can do it on whatever. You're doing it outdoors, somewhere outdoors, in a, in a park. Okay, keep going. You test everyone. You say, you t- we need a test one week in advance. You say, this is on you. If you want to come to the show, this is the only way we're doing it because we're having fans' asses and seats. You test the week before and the day before. Here's a, well, all the testing, but maybe they're paying $500 for a full package, but it's like a place to stay. You know what I mean? You're staying at a hotel or if it's like on an island. This Are these the wrestlers you're talking about or the fans? The fans. No, it's not. Yes. No, you're There's not. There's fans that would do that shit right now. I don't Absolutely. know about that. We're in the middle of a pandemic where a bunch of people have lost their jobs. How are people going to afford $500 How many people shows? flew to go see Double or Nothing? Hold on. How many they people... just canceled Jericho's boat thing, right? Right. And that's exactly Because that's a about. massive cruise liner. But still, like, what if everybody walked up with, like, it just, it's too much, man. It's too much. I don't know. Too much logistics. You're referencing also Double or Nothing, which was before we were in a global no, pandemic. No, I'm just saying the people that would, that's what I'm saying. T- the, I'm not talking about having 10,000 people. I'm saying maybe maybe it's down to 100 people or 200 people. Be like, all right, pay the price. Pay the price of admission. This is exclusive. You're the only ones getting in. People have money. People are going to pay for it. I don't know about that. That's true. But if you want to go ahead and book that show, put all logistics together. Uh, I swear to God, if you don't think big, Mike, you're going to be stuck recording a podcast in your garage the rest of your life. <laughs> Mark Marin does it. Who? Fuck yeah. Mark Marin records podcasts Mark in, his garage. Does in his garage. And you know he had in his garage? The wild Mark man, Obama. Mark Marin. Why do you call him Marin? Is that his real name? Mark Marin, yeah. No, Is that Mero? No, he's no. talking about the comedian. The podcast guy, Mark Marin. Oh, comedian. He's a this comedian. Isn't a con- like, what are you talking about? This is, he's the guy. He's he like the coach on Glow. This is pro wrestling, okay? He's the Mark coach. Merrill. He was on Glow, which is a wrestling the, show. He, he, no, the he's, promoter. He, on how, Glow. Who's he ever beat? Okay, how many bumps has he taken? Mm. Okay, shut the fuck. Real bumps or like coke? Because that show, I think he does like a lot of coke. Uh, but anyways, it's like 80s wrestling. So Devin has incredible delusions of grandeur when it comes to independent. This is wrestling. not crazy. This is not one hundred percent. Why is that crazy? One hundred percent. Why? Because you're asking people that usually spend $50 on a show to now spend almost if that, quadruple if that. If that. 
Yeah. If that. Like PWG is expensive. They're, they they charge like $100, $150. Okay. No, ticket. no. PCW, right? They do. They I've seen them charge like $200 or more they for are, front row seats. They are very rare. So you go like this. You go, we're only letting 100, we're only letting 100 people in, which is a, probably the amount of front row, right? When they sell these massive tickets for front row. So instead of 200 we're charging you 300 You get We want to see a negative test before you get there. And we'll test you. At the, you pay the extra for Because, come on, let's be honest. You, you got a lot of money for that. We're going to pay for the, uh, the fucking test when you get to the door you test everyone there with a 15 minute test if you're negative you get shown the fucking door that's it but everyone who tested or if you test positive you get shown the door if you test negative welcome in everyone does it i'm telling you it, it could happen i no. don't think it's that crazy it will 100 not happen it i will not guarantee happen. it could happen go I'm ahead not saying it run will the show run yeah but the it's, show. it's jesus put when your you money put, where your mouth is when you see the biggest indie company in america or one of them doing the opposite Who's going to run that's going to make you go, oh, well, th- that makes more sense than the way they're doing I'm it. I'm not saying it would make more sense. And also, and I what saw... What are you saying? I, saw, I thought I made it pretty clear. You are, but you've just gone on this thing for two weeks about... And I just I don't get what you're trying to say. Actually, what I'm saying today is different than what I said last time. Not really. Well, I'm saying because now you can have a live no, crowd. The I'm thing is, can... as of right now, I think you keep the bottom line as as cheap as possible. That's why GCW, I'm sure they had to pay for a permit to, to run a show right there. Who where knows? It? Florida or something? It's in Jersey, no, it which Jersey. is one of, where one of the biggest hotbeds of cases. So it's surprising the they got a permit. And who knows if like they, those fans even like really paid, right? Because like oh, in that did. kind of environment, is it, it's pretty hard to like keep track of like who paid, right? But that's what I think is right now. That's how it's gonna be run for a, a little while. It's just shows like that outdoors. I, I'm surprised San Diego hasn't done more. I'm surprised Southern California hasn't done more of it. Uh, well. Um, uh, Canapro has done a couple, right? Yeah, one, two, two, no, uh, two shows. Oh, that was well. That other one at the brewery. That's a show. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the with a live shows. audience. I'm talking about the outdoor shows. That was an indoor show. It's even crazier. Yeah, but I'm talking about in the future. They should or right now. I'm I'm, I'm surprised more wrestling promotions in Southern California aren't trying to run a show outdoor. Uh, wait, what's the, what's the one that I'm thinking about down at um, Mission Beach? Is it? Uh, is it the Wave House where they have the outdoor with the? It's not the called lights. the Wave House anymore, but it's something what, like that. What's that, that one? I, I can't remember what it's called. But it's they not, have like they used to do concerts and shit there and stuff. Yeah, that setup seems like it would be good enough. It's the complete opposite of what it used to be nowadays. Really? Yeah, that place. So what Devin is talking about is a place called the Wave House, and it just it used to be a wild place. It was outdoor on the beach. Didn't they They'd do a have, couple like MTVs there? Uh, it's something like, spring like that. Spring break or something. They had. Oh, uh, they did. I was at one of them. They'd have big concerts there and all that kind of stuff, but sent, but they never turned a profit. That place, the overhead was so high that they could never turn a profit. So it got uh, it got eliminated. They should have ran wrestling shows. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what would have <laughs> packed the house. Why are you shaking your head, Adam? That's a real fucking thing. Very very profitable. Wrestling is, you know, obviously very profitable. We're sitting here drinking beers, cutting promos on people in Mike's garage, and we got hundreds of people listening. You don't think that's not profitable? That's very profitable. Like I said, you have the platform. Go ahead and put the money up. Go ahead and put the By money the up. By the way, I'm ashamed Find a boat. of every... Right? Is that what he said? He wanted a boat? No, it doesn't have to be a boat. It could be It could be on a pier. No, I wouldn't want to do that on a pier. Fuck that. I'm afraid of heights. Especially over water. Forget that. Do it on the beach. He wants I to, like that he idea. He wants to find a houseboat. It'll, he'll make it a uh, in-your-house boat show. I know someone in this room who knows where John Cena's house is. We can run a wrestling show there. Did you yeah, go to John Cena's house this weekend? We're not going there, guys. We're not going there at did all. Did you go there this weekend? No, I did not. Actually, did he hear the podcast? And he was like, give me the fucking keys back. You're not feeding my dogs anymore. <laughs> no, I doubt I doubt he, he listened to the podcast. Okay. Well, but this weekend... Um, who are you to doubt John Cena? 
I uh, I texted you on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I told you I so I have officially found the most ignorant place in San Diego, possibly California, possibly California. I'm glad we cut promos today without masks. Well, I didn't want to get do promos. You're the one that was like, we gotta do promos. Um, Fuck. What are you gonna tell me? How are you gonna ruin my night? So I there's a there's a. a so over the past couple of weeks, that's like uh, my gym got closed. I've been driving by this one gym, and I've actually seen a couple gyms that are more independently owned, not like these big chain nationwide gyms that are still open. And I'm like, how the hell are they still open? And I'm wondering if they just are like, we're just not going to go by your guidelines, right? And so I was like, well, maybe I can go get a workout in. That'd be kind of cool. So the name of this gym, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say because if my wife ever gives me the green light to do steroids <laughs> this is where i'm going to get my hookup so uh on sunday i was like oh you know I, I i saw on their social media that they actually had to close uh the health inspector finally said hey today's your Jesus last day christ what oh didn't you go this was after that or before that no this is like they said this is your last oh, so day you're saying you were there and the next day they closed no the no no I, saw, I looked at the social media and they said this is the last day they're going to be open and i was so like, you were there the last day they were open yeah and i was like oh well, i'm gonna go get a workout in It'd be nice um and it's not too far away from my house so i drive there i have my bandana on and so so here's the thing when i when la fitness was open uh during all this covid stuff you had to have a mask on when you were working out. They had the water fountains closed off. Um, you couldn't use lockers. You know, there was a lot of people walking around fill, uh, filling up the sanitizer uh, uh, containers and they would wipe down machines and all that kind of stuff. Doing very, being pretty responsible. Plus it wasn't that packed. So I was like, oh, okay, this is probably like, like this is okay. Like you could probably sneak by doing this kind of stuff, right? I walk into this place and there is nobody wearing masks. There's nobody. The front desk guys not wearing masks. And I'm like, am I weird right now for having a mask on? Like, I'm telling you, nobody, nobody in this place gave a damn about what was going on. So I pay my day fee because I'm like, how much was it? 10 bucks. Huh. And, uh, I, and I enter into the gym and I'm like, wow, there is nobody here. Wearing masks, like there's no uh, was machines. It no, I mean it, w- it wasn't packed, but there was a there was a good amount of people there. But like, could you avoid people, or was it like? Yeah, the- yeah, you could avoid people, but like, there's no like, um, uh, you know, like so they'd have machines shut off. Like you know, they would have like a line of. Um, uh, Let's be honest. No one's doing cardio there. Oh my god! There were so many people doing cardio. There. Really? Yeah, and I'm I've t- been there before. I never saw a single person do cardio. It's upstairs. I know it is. But so they had uh, like treadmills, and normally at like my LA Fitness, they would have treadmill, a treadmill shut off, a treadmill, a treadmill shut off, so you could do that social distancing. No, none of that going on around here with this cardio machines. And I was just like, my mind was blown. I'm like, what is going on around here? Like, I can't believe this. It was almost like I got teleported back to January 2020, right? Like when things were still normal in life. So there was a heavy bag there. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's all I really want to do is I want to hit the heavy bag. And I walk up and like this heavy bag has obviously not been used for a little while. This is like 
a, a body guy's gym. Like this is where the bodybuilders go. They still think the guy who li- lifts the most body weight. Body girls too. And body girls. But they, this is the kind of gym that still has the mindset. The guy that lifts the most weight is obviously the toughest guy in the room, right? So I'm, I go up there and I... I, I masked. I, you go up there masked. I have a mask on. I, I took a video of myself with a mask on. And I'm hitting the heavy bag. And there's it's, it's, a, it's a pretty like kind of... It's off to the side, right? It's kind of off in this little area, and there's a fenced wall. So I'm open to open air. Now, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. So just just because it's been a couple of years since I've been there. But remind me, the, it's stale as fuck in there and hot, right? There's It's humid. There's no air, right? I mean, there was, like, fans on and shit like that, so I don't know. But like, no air conditioning? No, not okay. that I, can, yeah, yeah. I could tell. So I'm hitting the heavy bag, and then there's just constantly dudes. Because uh, this, this heavy bag is, like, surrounded by mirrors. And there's constantly dudes coming it's good up. Good for your IG videos. There's constantly dudes coming up, taking their shirts off and just having pose downs in the mirrors while I'm hitting this heavy bag. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And these guys aren't even yoked. Like these aren't bodybuilders. Like these aren't hammerstones. These how, are how high were their tights? I wasn't really checking out their tights, but over the belly button. I'm telling you, over the weekend there was more people wearing t-shirts at the beach than there was in this gym. It was nothing but shirtless dudes and Y-backs. I'm telling you, that's it, man. And I'm just like, this place is insane. Like, I've been teleported back, one, to January 2020, and also to, like, the late 80s, like, bodybuilding. Like, it was insane. I couldn't believe this place. Like, I believe I'm a little ignorant when it comes to this COVID stuff, right? Like, I'm not the the person that's going to uh, just kind of, like, stay in my house and like fear the outside world like the when my gym was open la fitness i would go there but i would be safe about it i would you know take the proper precautions if they asked me to put a mask on i'm going to put a mask on when i went to the grocery store if they want me to put a mask on i'm going to put a mask on all these things if you if you ask me to do it i'm going to do it right it's like what if they don't ask you to do it grocery store going to do it all right, i'm still going to do this it. guy fucking champion over here. but you know i'm not going to be that person that's like walking along the sidewalk with a mask on when there's nobody around me how right? do you feel about people driving their car with masks on i think that's, that's the weird. stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life but this place this place that i went to on sunday they just didn't give a fuck and not and none of their members did which blew my mind. I think I saw one other dude wearing a mask in there. Bury him. We haven't buried anyone. No, I'm not burying these guys. Like I told you, if I ever get the green light from my old lady, I'm going there and I'm getting as much HGH, steroids, performance answers, whatever I do to make myself uh, get signed. There you go. But anyways, it blew my mind. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. Um. Yeah, well, it's funny because you were telling me the name of the place and where they're at, and, and I used to go there. I had a trainer there, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, um, and it was the same thing, guys and girls. But actually, it was frightening. The women that were there were all like China size, for the most part. When I was there, there were some Tory Wilsons there. Yeah, there were some Tory Wilsons. The men Wilsons were, there. I mean, the men actually, the men were all jacked. Um, but it was the same thing. Well, like, like practically naked, you know, flexing in the like you're trying to work out and they're yeah, flexing next to you and you're yeah. like, dude, you have no self awareness. Right well, now. the bros, the bros that were posing down, like they were like in decent shape, but like it's like, yo, man, what do you see in that reflection in the mirror? Because I see like a guy that, hey, you got you're, you're in good shape, but I mean, you ain't no Mister Olympia. Well, they're trying to get there, Mike. That's the problem, and you're holding them back. This one dude. He uh, he came up with his chick, and his chick's like, 
like taking pictures of him while he's posing Jesus down Christ. with his shirt off. And this guy was so hairy, <laughs> so hairy, but yet he didn't have a, he had like, was he oiled down? No, no. Yeah, he, he had like Just a, opportunity. He had a shave, but it wasn't a fresh shave. So he looked like a porcupine. I'm telling you, it's the hairiest guy I've ever seen in my life. I, I couldn't imagine if he was full grown out. It was insane, dude. Insane. But anyway, so Yikes. yeah, I was like, wow, this is uh it blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. And not that I'm like some like person that's like, oh, if you get COVID, you instantly die, which Devin Sparks believes. I I cut a promo with you today within two feet of your face. I didn't ask you to. I told you I, I didn't want to do the promos. Oh, is it because of COVID? No, I just don't want to do them. <laughs> is it because you're bad at promos? And by the way, you threw a shirt over my head, so basically you were blocked. I threw a shirt over your head because I knew that I knew that you. Um, I don't know. I have seen your face, and it offends me. And I texted you where I was yesterday. Oh, I know. I'm okay with that. You're well aware of where Here's I was. Here's the thing. You know I've got a kid and a wife, and you know about you know what's going on in my house. You would tell. I believe that you would tell me. You'd be like, Dev. Mm, no, no promo. I'm not. Uh, I'm not feeling it. I, hey, I didn't want to do the promos at first. But you would tell me if it wasn't, like, if it wasn't right safe. You'd be like, face. "Look, I don't." Yes, if I came up, if Thank I you. if I woke up this morning like coughing and stuff like that, I'd be like, "Yo, Dev." Or if you're like, "I went to a COVID party last night." Uh, I might have stumbled onto a, into a COVID party Wait, yesterday. Yesterday at the gym. Yeah, you fucking did. I God might have it. stumbled into a COVID COVID party. Have you washed your hands? Have you showered since then? I've showered multiple times. Okay. All right, I'm just making sure. Look at this guy. He doesn't like to shower. That's all I know. Every time we go on a road trip what somewhere, the fuck I'm does like, that mean? I'm just saying, we get a road trip. I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Every time. It's usually something caught in his beard. It's some Gouda cheese. He's, He's a big Gouda cheese. Please don't talk about smells right now. What are you looking some at Some of me the for? worst smells I've ever experienced have come from you. That's not and true. one of them was 20 minutes ago. That's not true. Remember the time you told, pulled your gear that you hadn't washed out of the car? and it That smelled was like 10 years ago. Awful. It doesn't like matter how long ago it was. It was 10 years ago. I was, uh, you know, COVID wasn't a thing then. Um, yeah, man. But we're supposed to be a wrestling podcast. Anything going on in the wrestling world? There's a lot of things going on in wrestling. One of our uh, biggest episodes was around uh, Dominic. And uh, he's he's uh, he's on Raw tonight with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I saw him beating the shit out of uh, Seth Rollins. And was he really? Uh, yeah. What's uh, what's homeboy's name? Is it Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy. But he yeah. just goes by Murphy now. Yeah, that's a good name. And he he's, he was beating the shit out of him with a kendo stick. Good for fucking him, dude. Yeah, I don't know who ta- who taught him how to use that thing. Get him back here on the uh, show. Have you, ever, have you ever hit somebody with a kendo stick? No, I have not. Yeah, neither have I. I don't. I don't. Have you ever gone either. through a table? No. Huh. No. Huh. I I've been pretty lucky, man. I so I've been in a couple of like ladder matches, right? The uh, the old you gotta grab the belt or grab yeah. the weapon from. I fucking from hate the that. Top. I wouldn't do it. So I, I've taken a few bumps on a ladder. Uh, How bad I, did that hurt? Not bad. Not bad. That's what I've heard. Not bad. It's kind of no. I took one chair shot. I've only taken one chair shot in uh, seven years, and that I wanted to cry. You took it straight on? Straight to my back. Get, oh, your back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, not my head. I would never do my head. I would... I would. I used to... Actually, I've, I've gotten mad at people because I've hit people with belts before and stuff like that. And it's like, put your hands up, you know? And then when you're coming at the dude, they don't put their hands up. And I've gotten mad at them afterwards being like, what the fuck are you doing? Put we, your fucking hands up. We have a hogsman um, that had a <laughs> an issue with that. You were there. This is at Hollywood. 
Um, similar type situation. We're about, you know, I, mean, I think everyone's about being safe. I don't think anyone's not about being safe, but he had, uh, uh, was it thumbtacks on his foot or on his kick pad? Duke was supposed to kick uh, someone in the face. Was this his cage match, the DJ Hyde? Was that a cage match? I think so. I don't think it was a cage. I thought it was just like a hardcore match or something. Anyway, he was supposed to like do the uh, the punt with, I think it was like thumbtacks or, or barbed wire on his on his kick pads or his foot. And he he's a safe guy. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. And he whiffed it, which, you know, I think I probably would have too. But like yeah. the, the camera angle that got him was like, you know, missed it by a <laughs> Like a foot and a half, and he was so pissed about it. Oh, it was a bad camera angle they used. It was a terrible camera angle. They couldn't they have used. gone no, back and re- no. like, or at least edited it and looked mm-hmm. for a better camera yeah. angle. Uh, but I, I, I don't like that. I don't like chair shots. I don't like that. I don't like no. stuff with ladders and shit. Like as a kid, oh yeah, that looked amazing. And who didn't want to be a part of a TLC match? And I grew up, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to take a bump from 15, 20 feet up. That sounds like shit. Well, if if the money's right. And it's a, this is indie wrestling exactly. The right. If the money's right and the exposure's right, then yeah, like okay, go for it. But uh, I don't know about that. I saw I saw a Hammer in a, a ladder match with I think it was um, oh shit, who was it? It was AWF. Who, who's your buddy over there? You you get had the titles with him. Uh, are you talking about Albert Griner? Yeah, weren't they? Wasn't it them? I have no idea. I thought it was them. Uh, or were you were you in a ladder match with them over there? Uh, I did a ladder match with Albert Griner. Oh, okay. Was like, oh, that was it. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, you guys fucking crushed it, I thought. Yeah, that last match with... with Or not the last match, but yeah, I had a match with Albert Griner that was really good. But I see that stuff, and I'm like, eh, it's the indie wrestling, the money's not there. Yeah. I understand why people would do it. I absolutely understand why people would do it. Maybe I've been around a little too long, but it's... You know what's So you saw that uh, Leo Rush, when he, he debuted, or he came back to GCW over the weekend, right? Did so not see that. He was a surprise. Okay. At that pier show, right? The outdoor show. He attacked Joey Janela, and then that was Saturday night. And then Sunday night they had they actually they had, they had two shows. I yeah. guess. Yeah. So Sunday night they had a show. Joey and 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 Leo Rush. I guess he's not named Leo Rush anymore or something like that. Is he still? Named? Yeah, he's still. He was he was called it before WWE, so that's still his name. Nah, not always true. Not always true. In this instance, it is. I know but, his Twitter name is like he's going by his real name on Twitter now. But Janella did like a dive from probably like oh, yeah. thirty feet up, yeah, onto Leo Rush on a table, and I'm looking at he didn't he didn't land clean, and I I look at this and I go, how much money is AEW paying Joey Janella, and he's he's off like doing this kind of but stuff. But who knows how much he's making for GCW? I mean, it could be the thing where they're. I would guess the AEW is more. I no, but we, listen, we don't know who's at this point in time. We don't know what's going on with GCW. I'm not saying there's like any conspiracies or anything like that, but we don't know. Like back in the day, WWE prompted up ECW. Who knows? You know, ECW or GCW has been running. Who knows where they're getting the availability from some of these guys or the money? Like, do you think AEW's like, yeah, Janelle, go fucking do whatever you want still? Maybe. Maybe they're doing that. They probably could be I doing don't know. that. If but. somebody said, where's Joey getting paid from, AEW or GCW, I'd be like, Probably AEW. His contract is probably a little bit fatter over there. Right. So you think that AEW is paying him to wrestle on GCW? If you had to guess, I have no idea. I would think if I was AEW paying Joey Janela however much money he's getting, I'd be like, yeah, you're not jumping off a goddamn chimney or whatever the hell he jumped off onto a table from 30 feet up. That's just what I would think. I think I've done one table spot my whole life. 
And it was with, I think it came off the top on a table through uh, Andy or Trevor, one of the one of the anchors away guys. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I double stomped SoCal Crazy through a table. And Such was... an easy bump for you. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't even think I... No, it was already... I threw him through the table, and then I double stomped him. So I, I take that back. I didn't even double stomp <sighs> God, him. God, dude. Trash. You're a trash worker. Uh, yeah, but I've, I, I haven't done many ladder matches I've done. I've taken one chair shot. I don't think I've done ever much much. I I I I won't do light tubes. I don't know why. I just I don't I don't want to do light tubes. Those seem like one of the things I would do because I don't think those actually can get you. Right? I, I don't know, man. I saw a light tube. So oh, there, people stab with light tubes. I've seen that. That's fucking terrible. There's a promote. There was a promotion that ran way back. It was like a, it was more like a lucha promotion in San Diego, and I wa- There was a hardcore match, and somebody took a light tube busted it over somebody's head or something and the end that broke off went firing into the crowd thank god nobody got hit but i was like holy shit all i saw was law like all i saw was a lawsuit so that's like the kind of stuff that freaks me out i guess what do you think about diving into the crowd that's another thing man i look at that and i go that's a huge lawsuit that's a lawsuit waiting to happen i mean so major league baseball right you get hit by a foul ball, you can't sue. You know why? Because that ticket that you use to get into the ballpark says on the back that basically you can't sue the Major League Baseball or the, the, the owner of the whatever team you're at for getting drilled by a foul ball. I think you still can. No, I've seen it. Are you sure? I've, I've watched a thing on uh, Real Sports. These people get fucked up by line drive foul balls like on first and third base line. They get drilled. Well, people who have been throwing a fit about them extending the nets for like the last couple of years, I never, I never understood that. I'm like, it's a. I understand it. It's a no, but I never understood the people complaining. I'm like, it's a net. You can see through it. It's not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not obstructing your view. The game isn't any worse off. Yeah. Because there's a net. I agree. Forty feet away from you. I agree. I can. I watched. I think it was Real Sports. They did a thing on on uh, line shot foul balls in baseball. And holy crap, is it scary, man. Like, because how often – we've all been to baseball games. You're out there. You're hanging out with your friends. You're partying. You're talking to your, your, your buddy next to you. You're not paying attention. And in a split second, you could get drilled by, by a, a, a foul ball. And that, that's scary, dude. It, it, and that's what's terrifying about baseball is because it's a long game. And it's there's so much downtime between everything, right? I mean, between pitches, depending on who the pitcher is, it could be 45 seconds between pitches. Yeah, you know, throw the ball goes to the catcher. Oh, I don't know, maybe the catcher needs a new ball. Umpire gives him a ball. He says something to the umpire real quick. Throws it back. The guy walks off. Maybe he checks it at first. You know, the guy at first base first before he actually goes back and throws it home. It's it could be a while. So you're like, all right, you know, you're talking the whole game. If you're there with someone, you're usually having good conversation the whole game. Yeah. Um, so it's a game that's very easy to get distracted, and you know, if you're close enough, it could be it could be pretty bad. Yeah, and I look at it like so when you have a, a independent wrestling promotion, even a, a major, you know, wrestling promotion. If you the fans pay their pay to watch the show. Right, you, they pay their ticket. They go sit in the, uh, the 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 seat that they're assigned, and they're supposed to watch the action that happens within the ring or on the other side of the barrier, right? 
you have, if there's a barrier, which you know, there's a good amount of promotions that do have a barrier, and anything on the other side of that barrier, like on the fan side, they 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 are not agreeing to anything. So if a motherfucker gets launched or launches himself into the fans and they get hit, I feel like if I was a promoter, I'd be like, I can't use you anymore, man. You're too dangerous because there might be a there might a, might be a lawsuit right there. I think so, dude. By the way, I think um. I think the barriers just add so much to a show. Even if you don't have, let's let's say you have a real rough crowd. Maybe you've got twenty five people. You know, for whatever reason, it's a bad day. Mm. I think if you have the barriers there, um, even if you can't see the fans, usually the camera angle has kind of protected you of that. Um, I know uh, Ground Zero. I don't know how big. I assume their crowds are pretty big from what I've ever seen. But I they use barriers, right? No, didn't they used to mm. with the with the uh, truss setup? Not that I've seen, no. SoCal Maybe it's Pro, just the trust I'm thinking of. SoCal Pro uses barriers. Well, they draw barriers. really well too. Yeah, but it it just adds so much to the to the production, adds so much to the show. If you go there and there's barriers, it, I mean that's one of the things, right? When you're a kid, is there's that line you can't cross, and you're mm. trying to reach over the barrier, you're trying to get a high five, you're trying to touch them when they go by. Yeah. It, it adds so much more. If you're sitting there in a, you know, fucking fold out plastic chair. 10 feet from the ring and yeah. there's nothing there it's just you deciding not to get up and go in the ring yeah i yeah i uh social contract that says you can't interrupt things i i do like the idea of barriers because let's say you're being a heel right and you got some person in the crowd that really is taking offense to what's going on to what you're saying or you know they just they feel like they can teach you a lesson a barrier a fence whatever a rail will give you a split second to know like, hey, motherfucker's coming over the rail, right? Whereas if there was no rails or no barrier, it's 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 just uh you know, it's it's less it's less uh um indication to the wrestler like, hey, somebody's coming after me. Well that's part of the problem too, there's no security at these shows. Well so I at a show one time had somebody almost follow me through the curtain oh, I after a show. And I was like, Where the hell are these security guys? Like why are they not intercepting this guy right now? Because the second if he comes back behind this curtain, you know, like it's can, it's going down. Can you imagine if one of those people I I remember the end of the story, I'll let you tell it, but can you imagine if someone made it to the back of the curtain and hit a wrestler in a locker room behind the curtain with fucking you know, 20 wrestlers there, how that yeah. would end. Jesus Christ. Like I'm not a, uh, a violent person at all. Right. I worked in the nightclub industry as security for a long time. So I have a lot of patience. I know how to like take somebody down without really like hurting them. But it's like, yo man, you can't come on this side of the curtain, you know, like, and he, even when there's a barrier that kind of tells people, Hey, you're not allowed over here. You're not allowed on this side of the barrier, the railing or whatever, you know, like, you have to stay in your own spot. I only had actually at the Del Mar Fair one year. I I, was, I had a guy jump up on the uh, apron. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, he. So I forgot who I was wrestling. Actually, Honky. I was wrestling Honky. It was a tag team match. It was. Well, me. finish your sentence. No one's gonna know who he is. Tonk. Honky Tonk. It's Honky man, Tonk man. man. Okay. HTM. HTM. Uh, it was me and somebody else against Honky Tonk, and I think Hunter. Yeah, it was Hunter. Okay. So Hunter and Honky were were teaming up. It was it was somebody else, and I can't remember who it was. Who took the Who took the gimmick? Which gimmick? The guitar. No, no, no. no. Really? Uh, Honky hasn't used the guitar in a while. Get now. the fuck out yeah. of here. So who took the cane? Nobody took anything. Okay. Um, the crutches. No. Who took the walker? None of that. Okay. Um. 
So this Sing guy, he came Who up close to the ring. Dog? Once again, Devin is I know, I know. over me. I, was, I, I thought you, you were breathing. That? I'm so sorry. Um, so we, uh, we got in the ring, and some guy comes up, and he, 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 hand, he, he hands me a Pacifico can. That's awesome. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to heal it up. I'm going to act like I drink it, and then I poured it out. Right on the other side, <laughs> and then I next thing I know, I, the guy, I, the guy's up on the apron on the other side of the ropes on the, and I'm like, oh shit, he's about to come in, and the security, the Del Mar Fair security, had already gotten him to get down, but this guy, he's a dummy man, because it's like it was Hunter and myself in the ring, like inside the ring, and I'm like, this guy doesn't understand, like, if he wants to come after me. He's gonna have to deal with Hunter too, because Hunter's playing the good guy, but Hunter's also my friend in real life. So, and then you gotta you gotta catch them while they're coming in through the ropes. They, oh, you have to. They were, they were I've seen that, that multiple they were times. That, I've Beth? seen it multiple times. Yeah, no one taught me that. I've seen it multiple times. And it's the right thing to do. I love watching videos of when the refs catch oh, yeah. somebody coming in through the mm-hmm. through the ropes mm-hmm. that's not supposed to be there. Because mm-hmm. man, and that, actually Brian Hebner talked about him last week, right? He was telling me because I told him a story, honky tonk told me a story one time where him and Snooka were wrestling way back in the day. I couldn't, I'm not going to tell you even when it was. But they were wrestling. Honky's got Snooka in like a chin lock or something like that. And Honky turns around. Here's like a, a tussling. And uh, 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 Hebner? Hebner, yeah, Earl has is just socking a dude up. <laughs> like he's got him on the ground and he's just punching him in the face. And Honky turns Snooka around and goes, holy shit, look at Earl. You know, <laughs> While like, he's in the chin lock? Yeah. <laughs> and so I told that to Brian when I saw him uh, the <clears> next <throat> time up at WCWC. I go, dude, Honky Tonk told me the, like a, a sweet story about your dad. And uh, and Brian says that's what they used to teach the refs. You get them while they're coming in through the ropes because that's when they're most vulnerable. Well, it's funny because you remember, uh, I think I told one on this story where someone did that and Earl hit him with a fucking wrench. <laughs> um, but there was, uh, if, I think the one of the most notorious ones of all time would be the guy who tried to come in the ring during the NWO yes. formation. And Hogan's calling people out and this poor fat bastard gets <laughs> tries to slide in through the bottom rope. And I think just Hall and Nash just stomped his fucking head into the ground. And that guy would not be surprised if he had some permanent damage from that because he got yeah absolutely fucking destroyed. Yeah, so that guy, I, I actually, I think I just watched that not too long ago. The dude actually, like, gets in, stands up, and probably goes, holy shit, Nash is huge. Oh, yeah, he's a monster. Nash, like, right crossed him. I think drops him, and then yeah, Scott Hall comes in for the finish, and, and they're stepping straight on Skull. Uh, yeah, he, over and over again, he boots him to the to the to the head multiple times. But yeah. that's what I remember. I don't. Okay, so I, that's why I remember him on the ground. I thought they caught him before he got in there, but no. now I remember him getting socked. No, he he got up and he realized that. Yeah, he stands there in front of him like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, and even like I feel like Nash gave him a second to be like, "Hey, you can get the fuck out of here," and he just didn't, and he just what Nash threw a fucking cross at him. Do you remember when Eddie uh, yeah. got pulled off the ladder and beat up the fan? Have you guys ever yeah. seen the Austin and Triple H one? Yeah, the house show. Triple no, H I never saw that. There was a guy that. who went to attack Austin and Triple H, who was his opponent. Like basically, just broke kayfabe and just started laying into this fucking yeah, guy, just beating the shit out he, of the fan. So he, uh, I think. Austin was up and Hunter was down and the guy 
uh, powders in and, and, and goes right after Austin beh- from behind. And Austin's kind of like, what the fuck is this? And Triple H sees it, comes up from behind the guy, Germans his ass for oh! real. And then just stays on top and starts. I have to le- watch this. Just, it's on, just it's starts, on YouTube. Just Triple H attacks fan. And starts well, first thing will come landing up. shots. Man. We're talking like 20 shots. Is this, is this worse than the time that Shawn Michaels super kicked an intern? You mean Ty Dillinger? Stan? Stan. Uh, Stan. I was going to say, you know what's weird is that all these stuff's happened with all these other shows, but, I mean, have you ever been to a PWG show when they were in Reseda? I've never been to a PWG show. You have, and you know they have that open bar, right? Right, So most of these people are just, like, plastered by the middle of the show, and I don't think they've ever had an incident where somebody tried to jump in the ring. I I think there's a, I mean, there's a social contract there, too, that, number one, it's a tough place to get into. Yeah. I mean, it's, as a fan... You gotta wait and you know the whole deal. You gotta wait in line to get in there. You, this, they sell out really fucking quick. Um, so once people are in there, it's like no, like we're amongst friends. And if you ruin this for anyone, we will fucking murder. Well, even you. just like remember when we were at the one show and the girl from Community was there. Yeah, and nobody went near her. Like yeah. I think Joe Maganello went with Sofia Vergara yep. one time, and like yep. no one. Like so, there's like a complete like respect of like everything at those shows, and it's just so weird because by the middle of the show, all these people because there's the alcohol is super cheap uh-huh. you get like pitchers of beer and you can just keep going back and forth all night and these shows go on forever yeah so by the end of it you're wasted yeah it's one in the morning yeah so to one in the morning you just i'd usually expect there had at least been one time where someone jumped in the ring and went after like the young bucks or something when they were like big time heels there or whatever they're, you know they're i don't know i i think part of that has to do with too like I think it, there's a real heel face dynamic with it because even in the '90s, late '90s, when Austin and Triple H were going at it and stuff, like it crossed a threshold. I mean, it wasn't that shit that you were seeing in the '80s anymore, uh, where maybe you know it wasn't as prevalent and like easily known that like, hey, wrestling is a little bit scripted. Um, <clears throat> but like they were, they were in pop culture and they were crossing barriers that mm-hmm. you know maybe it brought in new fans and people just didn't know oh he flipped me off fuck that guy i'm gonna come in there when yeah. he's not looking and whoop his ass who knows um but i bet you know it's funny because they don't cover stuff from the 80s like how many times does that happen in the 80s in the south in texas when you got the von Ericks, like and you got oh, the yeah. Freebirds in there you've heard some stories on, yeah. on podcasts and whatnot but when i never... tell stories all the time people would throw batteries and shit at them in the south dude i was uh so we're talking about Smoky Mountain last week. Yeah. So Smoky Mountain, they they got a bunch of it on the the network, right? And I was I was I love just watching older wrestling. It's just uh, just awesome. And uh, man, talk about the times have changed, right? What's a hot topic right now? The Confederate flag, right? Like people are talking about like they want it banned. People that are flying it, you basically are like. The Confederate flag right now is almost like flying a, na- a Nazi flag, right? Like it's almost like equivalent. Okay, it's a, it, like to be lo- to be flying the Confederate flag is like a huge kind of statement that you're bringing unnecessary heat to yourself, basically, right? Dude, Tracy Smothers comes out, and this is probably like early '90s, comes out decked out, decked out in the Confederate flag, gear is Confederate flag, jacket is Confederate flag. Everything's Confederate flag. Couldn't have been a bigger face. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh what was I watching? I was watching something with Hunter and um and B Boy. We were just watching tape and uh going back and forth and there was a tag team match where the tag team was decked out in Confederate gear <laughs> yeah. and they were massive faces and this was like WCW yeah. in the early 
early 90s 94 95 and i'm like holy shit yeah <laughs> like, well the godwins when they went heel yeah. wore like confederate flag stuff oh that, so was, that was they were heels so that was the only time where it was like the bad guys were from the south but for the most part yeah like the nation of domination are faces today oh 100 like, oh, man like bring it back 100%. you know what i mean like they talk they're talking about doing are they it. really yeah who who's talking about uh that? well wwe Get the fuck. They out kind of, of already. They kind of already started something. What nah. do they do? It's, uh, oh, with the MVP. It's like and... Shelton MVP and Lashley, and they yeah. and then Ron Simmons showed up. And Dude, bring it thinks. back. I'm all about but that. But yeah, shit. They, I don't think they could be healed. That the gimmick as it was when it first started, they could not do that today. Well, uh, but what what does a good heel do, right? The good a good heel believes they're right. So even back in the '90s, when like I don't I don't remember the promos they were cutting. I think they were probably right then too. <laughs> In, in some cases but now like you think you're right no matter what if you're a good heel you're a good bad guy good villain like you're doing something because you believe it's the right thing to do so i don't think they could even with the black lives Ladder, matter movement right now and everything i don't think you could ever like you said force a new nation of domination into being a heel i think that would be very difficult for a writer to do a good challenge like hey find a fucking way to make them heal like, i don't know if you could do it the alternative is that guy gets fired though if it backfires and it gets yeah. backlash yeah. Well, you don't do something fucking stupid. All right, here's what you do: you take the black, you take the, you take the nation of domination, have him come out with a Confederate flag. Boom, get the guy fired. <laughs> I, I, well, I saw somebody tweet. I can't remember who it was. They tweeted like everybody wants the Attitude Era back, but it just wouldn't. You it can would never. You fly. cannot do the there Attitude a, Era. There was a promo with the uh, DX and the Nation where DX spray painted the Nation's locker room and it said stuff like. Uncle Tom and the N word was painted oh, on the wall. Did it really? God, and I'm, yeah. I like, I, you look, you can find it on YouTube and you look at it and you're like, Jesus, if they did that today. Like, USA and Fox would like pull the WWE's deal Dude, what's, right away. So I went back, I, I love going back and just watching random Raws, right? From uh, like the Attitude Era, like, you know, you're talking about like what, like 96, 99 to 2000, right? That was kind of like the, the heavy years of, uh, of the Attitude Era. And I can't remember what, I, I just turned on an episode. I can't remember what day. It was probably from like 97, 98. And I'm sitting there watching it. And this is back when like the signs, you know, the fans bringing the signs was the big thing. You couldn't even see the fans yeah. because the the audience was just nothing but a sea of, of, uh, of signs. So we're talking dead center hard cam. Okay, I'm watching this episode and somebody just holds up a sign. We're talking like for a while that just says Andrew is a fag. Jesus and it's like, I, I'm, I'm looking at it like, holy Oof. shit. Like this would not fly nowadays. But back when- They wouldn't get in the building with that. Wouldn't have gotten in the building. You could write something like mildly offensive, uh, offensive and not get it in the building today. Oof. But I was watching this like, this is where kind of like the world was in the late 90s. You know, like I, South Park was very popular, and that's how that show was. I mean, it's still that way, but like back then, it was just, they would just use that word, like yeah, throw it well, out there. South Park, I think, is way more woke than a lot of places right now. Like they're they'll make fun of shit, but they're more than happy to be like that's the wrong thing to do. Well, because they're well, also not afraid to just do whatever. Right. I love South Park; it's one of my favorite shows. Well, it, the greatest look, thing about South Park is they will make fun of both sides, and they will show yeah. they they always have, it's the smartest show on TV. And they'll show like the hypocrisy of both sides, you know. Well, it's it's funny because you were saying, um, you know, that was the ninety whatever whatever the uh, whatever that was late nineties is when they were saying that. I I don't know if I was listening to something or watching something, but they were basically talking about how times have changed and 
you know, things you couldn't say multiple, you know, just five years ago, you can't say now. Yep. Can you believe this? Like, this fucking shocked me. Because uh, I remember it in the movie, but I don't remember it in the trailers. But in the original Hangover, in the trailers, Bradley Cooper says, paging Dr. Faggot. I, I never like saw it. Pulled, in the trailers? It was in the trailers. Uh, in the fucking trailers. You even say that wouldn't make the movie today. Even if they, they made oh, the movie it, today, it, it would not, not be in the no, movie. No, it shouldn't make the movie, but uh, the fucking trailers. What, uh, there's no way. It, it would never make... It could First, it would never... It could never yeah. make a, a, a movie to get on regular TV with that. That is insane. Just, hey, you're sitting there watching Raw and then in the middle, paging doctor, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Yeah, man. Times have, have changed. I don't remember that from Hangover because I never got into that movie. I just, the first one's the only good one. So if you see any of them, just see the first one. I Just pretend the other two don't exist. I always saw the Hangover movies as just a bigger budgeted dude, where's my car? No, I never saw Dude Where's yeah, My Car, so I can't really tell. It's you. way better than Dude Where's My Car. It's it's one of the better comedies that, that's ever been made. So. I disagree. I disagree. You've never seen it. When's the last time you saw it? Uh, I've seen. I, I mean, I, I've seen Get the, the Hangovers, but I, I don't really care for them, so I can't say like they're very good. But when did that movie come out? Like oh six, oh seven, oh eight, something like Maybe that. Something like like two thousand eight, I think. Like that's really recent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You know, everything's you got twenty twenty vision when you look at the past, but like <laughs> you look I mean, at if you look at a movie like. Django that wasn't made all that long ago, like that movie's you know fine for some reason. Well, that's uh, a, that's a, that's, a, that's a period. Piece. But they're yeah, it, it, and they're addressing the issue. It's not like they're hiding it. They're like addressing it. They're like, look how fucked up shit used to be. Like, you know the way people are now. You just expect that someone's gonna be offended because of, you know, know the language. Yeah. But it was it was you know that was only a couple of years ago, and that's it was a good movie though. It was a good movie. I actually liked. It. Did you guys like Hateful Eight? I was a big fan of Hateful Eight. Uh, I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, that's good. I see it. They did like a on Netflix, so they have the the movie, and then they did it into like an eight part series too, where they added more shit. But I really liked Hateful Eight. That's a, is that a Quint, is that a Tarantino movie also? Up, yep. See, I'm not a big Tarantino guy. Jeez. Shut the podcast up. I uh, but I I think uh, Once a Once a Pot of Time in Hollywood is a fantastic movie. That's that's one of my my favorite movies. It is so good. That was really good. By the way, I have a question for you, like Go a ahead. meta question here. A what, what question? A meta question. What? Meta, M-E-T-A. Okay, well, I don't know Where we're means. talking about things we talked about. Okay, go. So it's like outside. Anyway, so we're sitting here, we're talking about, you're talking about the sign you saw, and I'm talking about the line for the movie, right? At some point, that word is going to be considered the N-word, right? It might even already I think it be, already is. You already think it is? Yeah. So you and I would never say that word, <laughs> the N-word on the podcast, but we both just said the other one. Yeah, weird, huh? But I'm not saying I said it. I'm saying I. Saw. But would you see the other one if you said the other guy said it? No. Okay. It's what? like uh, it's like when Time you're it's like when you're rapping uh, a song. You just stop and, talking and you for just, a couple minutes. You 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 pause. you pause. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I found that interesting because I'm like, fuck, that word is like pretty in line with that. And we both just. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, it, that that word slowly worked its way into that area. Adam, delete that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have yeah. you ever heard the uh, John? Sorry to interrupt. Have you ever heard the John Mulaney story when he was a writer and they, uh, they he was gonna he wrote something like midget into a sketch or something mm-hmm. and they said midget is like the n word and he's like you know how I know that's not true because we're saying it. the yeah. word midget we're not yeah. saying the n word ah uh, yeah I, so, it'll, yeah. if it's but uh, it's so weird if it's not there now it 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 will be the world's a weird place man it's crazy huh yeah. 
crazy cancel culture cancel culture you'll be fine Devin we'll be okay you were canceled. quoting a movie I was I was quoting a movie yeah. I just think it's I just think it's funny I just realized that after that because I'm like that word is pretty on par with that now but we're we both yeah but it's not like we're sitting here calling each other that name we're we're saying we rest we, I got you, I got you. we're referencing I know I just I, again it was a meta question. it was it was shocking listen I lived through the late 90s that was like my high school you know time and like I said back then I saw that sign. I guarantee I saw that sign. And you didn't think I, anything of I it. Probably th- I probably watched that Raw live, and I didn't think twice about that sign. And now, fast forward, it was probably like two years ago that I saw it. It's like, sh- it, was, it was shocking. It was shocking to, to see that, like, that sign. And just being like, wow. I can't believe, well, one, I can't believe like they didn't like notice it on the network and maybe go, uh, go ahead and pixelate, <laughs> pixelate that thing out. But... I mean the uproar that it would cause um, today's if somebody especially if, if you got airtime if somebody snuck in a blank board and 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 did something like that oh my god it's like almost like uh, who was a uh, the big baller brand guys oh uh, yeah I know what you're talking about Lavar uh, Ball Lavar Ball remember when WWE had. Yep. Hit him mm-hmm. do that thing with the the Miz and they had the kids. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what the youngest uh, ball was saying? He said, "Beat that N words ass, ass when Dean Dean Ambrose came out." On like really, on, and it, yeah, they, it got on the air. He yelled it like two or three times to where he made sure it got on the air. And it was like, I think that's the kid who's about to get drafted the NBA right now too. Well, you I know who else said sure, it? Was Vince McMahon? Yeah, that's yeah. for some reason. Vince McMahon and the whole McMahon family are exempt from. I wonder being if it's because it's canceled. like if it's like parody culture. You know what I mean? Like he's saying it like, yeah, like he's obviously calling attention to it. Was it was in character, right? It was like in it, a character, yeah. but like, I don't think that would fly today. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be dicey, man. Fuck. I mean, did, uh, Robert Downey Jr. So got crazy. caught got uh, caught heat not too long ago for for what he did in Tropic Thunder. You know, and that was a character. That was a character that he played, and he and people cut. It's weird. That actually just happened not so long ago. He caught another second wave of people trying to give him shit for for doing blackface. He did a whole podcast with Joe Rogan about it. Oh. In, Joe Rogan asked him about it in in Tropic Thunder. Not and these people that got mad at him didn't understand. Like that's kind of the joke. Like that Hollywood hired a a white actor yeah. to play a black actor. Like that's kind of the joke. And for some reason, people didn't catch that. We were talking about um, Nation of Domination maybe making a comeback, and like I think we talked about on a previous episode what the equivalent of that would be. And I had mentioned like I wish they would do, and you weren't uh, not producer Adam at the time yet, so I don't know if you remember this, but I talked about like I would love to see that with like the LGBT community and do like instead of like the Nation of Domination, call it like Pride or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, you and that but up. like really try to make it. I think that's an art. I think there's an art to that. Like, cause make people uncomfortable, right? Like, yeah. Like this is fucking. This is, number one, it's an uncomfortable fucking conversation. And like, not only that, how uncomfortable. Like, you already know the conversation around it. You already know the conversation surrounding it. How uncomfortable are you gonna be when I make you hate me? Like, I think that. Yeah. It's fucking art right there. Well, wasn't the... I can't remember the exact, like, um, origins of the nation, but wasn't it more of, like, them kind of shaming, like, the audience or, like, like kind of 
Yeah, it was a lot of the stuff you hear today from like Black Lives Matter people where they're talking about people have been they've been oppressed for all this time, but he yeah. was doing it in like heel way. Yeah. It's kind of like when like Punk was doing the straight edge thing and he was saying I don't do drugs, but he was making it seem like he was better than you because of it. Yeah, exactly. So it was more exactly. Farouk was trying to like get across like I'm no more than you, blah blah blah. Now, well, I've, yeah, obviously they're supposed to be heels. But I think there's an art to that, to being like, hey, what I'm saying has a lot of validity to it, and you're uncomfortable, and fuck you, now you're going to hate me, and but, now you feel like shit for hating me. But do you think do you think you could get a heel stable from people doing that, shaming? Because shaming happens on social media constantly now. And guess what? The people that... Yeah, the people that No, no, the people that shame people, they're, they're seen as the, the faces on social media. Mm, no, because you you still have to build it. You can't just go out there and be like, "Hey, just tell people they're shitty people." Like you got to build it. You have to antagonize them. If you're not antagonizing them and you're just shaming, first of all, the word, sh- word shame is loaded, so it depends on how you do it. But you have to antagonize them as well. It's okay. a good example of what you're saying. Build layers. So you talked about Muhammad Hassan a couple of weeks ago. Love that guy. Muhammad Hassan's initial gimmick was that he was uh, God. Uh, whatever he was, Aryan or whatever, uh, Indian guy, but that everyone judged him after nine 11 because of the color of his skin. Right. So he wasn't a terrorist and he was, even though the stuff he wore, what's the word I'm thinking of? What's the religion, the religion that Muslim uh, Muslim. Yeah. He was, a, he, was a, he was a Muslim American. And when he wore the stuff, people got uncomfortable because of nine 11. So that people would just boo him just because of that. And that was like, yeah, it was a layered character. It wasn't just, I'm a bad guy because I'm not from America. His whole thing was he was from America, but people would throw stuff at him and treat him poorly because he was a Muslim American <laughs> but, after 9-11. But, but what a great social experiment, too. Like, remember you had um, you had Bret Hart going from California to, to Canada, and he's a heel, heel down here and then a face when he goes back up there. But let's say you have, like, a, a pride, you know, let's just call him pride for the sake of argument, but, like, a pride nation of domination where in the South they're fucking booed, and then they go to, like, Portland and... <laughs> San Francisco and they're cheered like you know like the woke cities versus the yeah I think that's fucking interesting you know it's kind of weird like don't you feel like the pro wrestling industry was kind of like built on stereotypes 100% and 100% like you're talking about like uh Muhammad 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 Hassan yeah I mean the Sheik was doing that shit years ago Right, so like it's not like a uh, oh well nine eleven happened and and people started booing. Obviously, obviously that was what uh, the gimmick was based. It, it provided, on. it provided, but motherfuckers were were booing the sheik back in the day because we had you know the U.S. had problems with Iran. Well, it's whatever's popular at the time. What whatever the big issue is at the time is gonna like I mean because they had you know they had the stuff with the uh, with the Russians. They had the stuff Dude, with you, yeah exactly. You, you had Sar- Sergeant Slaughter. Think he, about it. Like he turned. Oh, you're you're a white boy from the south. Okay, you're cowboys. You yeah, know, like, or you're confederates. You're or confederates. You're, but or for example, hillbillies. say nine eleven happened six months ago, and then a year from now they did that gimmick. Today, with everything that's going on, I think that gimmick couldn't happen today either. The Muhammad Hassan gimmick. Fuck. Because I you think, would think it couldn't happen then, many, but it did. Yeah. So no, it but people, but people, but, but, but wrestling was different back then. Like you were just explaining, this wasn't that long after everything you just said. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like when, uh, yeah, man. So the world is. I think you're gonna see changes like this constantly. It's it's always gonna happen. Um. It's probably for the better, right? I'm pretty sure it's for the better. <laughs> yeah, I think most people would agree. 
But yeah, I mean, it's it's just interesting when I see people make certain comments about like pro wrestling, and it's like, man, pro wrestling was kind of like built on like stereotyping, like back in the day. You know, like you had like the head shrinkers, the wild Samoans, Kamala, Kamala, you know, Iron Sheik, you know, um, Irwin R. Scheister. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, that's you know, it's just weird, like how how how. Uh, I've always said this: you can you can tell where society's at by looking at where professional wrestling was. You know, because we can't. I don't know what can you tell from it today? If you look at it today, in a vacuum, what I don't know that you can. Have they made a ton of statements? I know, like Keith I, Lee and a in, couple of the guys had some stuff on their gear, but they weren't really. You know, I'm, I'm talking about like look at the characters of of decades right no I, I, that's what i mean but i'm saying what can you say about today if, like you know you look at it if, you know what you'll say in 10 years we'll find out yeah that's right in 10 years we'll find out you're gonna see you, i guarantee who knows what, what's gonna happen 10 years from now right we could be on the far right or the far left in society and people might look back at this time and go oh yeah that's when they were heavily uh edited you know, like oh, yeah. people were afraid to, to say the wrong thing or offend the wrong person. There was a lot of uh, social media policing and all that kind of stuff. So who knows? In 10 years, you'll you'll realize like it's it almost stale. like oh, it's so stale. Yeah. You know I mean, it's like it's like when I was in high school, I thought like, yo, maybe like our music sucks. Like my my Get generation out of here. Shut this down. Maybe my generation music sucks because we're not like the hair metal band of the 80s. Or like you know, like the rock and roll, like these incredible rock and roll bands of the '70s, and then I look back now at like the late '90s, like music, and I go, "Fuck yeah, bro!" Music today sucks. But Most music today sucks when I listen to it. So I'm just like, "Is this?" But we just... sound like every generation. So I was saying, exactly. is, is this just a thing that happens? Like, are the kids that are our age gonna think the music after them sucks? Or well, if, this is the thing: who would have thought that here we are now, and we're, we'll be telling you know this generation like, God, just put on some Blink One Eight Two or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Dude, I, well, how silly does I that sound? I look back at the late '90s, and especially when it comes to music, it, it was it was one way or the other. You had uh, boy band groups, right, and girl groups. You had the Spice Girls and all that kind of stuff. And then on the very far end. The other end, you had Corn, you had Raging the Machine, you had Marilyn Manson, Blank Nirvana, God Pearl, Smack. Pearl but you Jam. had a lot of angry music, yeah. right? Look at uh, what was it, Woodstock Three? Do you remember when they tried doing Woodstock Three? Remember terrible. what happened? That was violent as hell. I mean, you're talking about like sexual assaults, rioting, arson, all this kind of stuff. Like that's like, was that like where the '90s like was back then? It, it, it was. Uh, I mean, just look at the, look, look at the people that was, were headlining those Woodstocks. It wasn't like uh, the was it? It, it, it was uh, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, Corn, Limp Biscuit. Still pretty good. I mean, but that's still pretty the, good. The, 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 <laughs> when you would watch TRL, when you would watch TRL, you would have a plethora of genres, right? You would have the, everything from the boy bands to the rap music to uh, to hardcore to heavy metal. I mean, but was, really, there was four to five rappers that made it, and that was it. Hell no. No, back then there were so then, there was many so good many. rappers. Now oh, there's shit, dude. You had you the, had Nelly and Eminem and Dre. Negative. And like, Nas, was, DMX, Jay Z. Thank you. Whatever. You had uh, Cameron was good. You had Bad Boy. You had Cash Money Millionaires. You had the Wu Tang Clan. You had the Rough Riders, and then you also had the cats from the South, like uh, Outkast, Ludacris. 
Goody Mob. <clears throat> By the way, who's the uh, would the NWO be the Wu Tang Clan of wrestling? They just had like fucking twenty members and kept getting bigger and lasted forever. Well, hmm. no, because back then, back then, rap was all about your label, and you would have a lot of members on that label, like Rockefeller. You would do, you would have that. So I don't know. I don't know. It is, yeah, it is. Let's just say yeah. That was like the area of factions. Think about it. Pro wrestling had, was nothing but factions back in the late '90s, right? Same with the music; yeah. it was factions. Like it wasn't all about like the single, you know, one rapper. It was about the whole groups, a group of people. By the way, shout out to the time I tried to make a pro wrestling label that didn't work. You're talking about that made thing? Yeah, but it was supposed to be better. So I remembered what the name of it was supposed oh, to be. So stupid. It was supposed to. Be, it was. And now I'm forgetting. It was. Uh, fuck. One fall. It was supposed to be called One Fall. It was terrible. It was a great idea, you piece of shit. No, it was terrible. Oh, my God. I refuse to be a part of it, even you though I was one of asshole. your better friends in wrestling. It's a great I'm idea. I'm very mad at you, that, Devin, that you pretended like there wasn't that many good rappers back in the 90s. No, not that there wasn't good rappers. Were, I'm talking about TRL. Were you the good? rappers? Because you, you had to reach a pop culture status to make it on TRL. I mean, I think Jay-Z was on there quite a bit, and Eminem was on there quite yeah, a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was There was like five guys that ruled the late 90s that if you were a rapper, you could make it on. I mean, if all you did was watch TRL, sure. But no, that's what you, I, like, all I was saying. Your no, all I was saying was TRL, because he was saying you go from boy bands to girl bands to metal to punk to rap, and I'm like, mm, kind of you could get to rap. You could get to a very select yeah. group of rappers. Boy bands there. ruled the late 90s, and it was pretty annoying even back then for me. Um, were you a rap guy back when you were young? Yeah, yeah. My first concert was uh, was it uh, Eminem Anger Management tour? Oh yeah, the one that like the first concert that was like ever like a big major concert that wasn't at like the fairgrounds or something. Could you name all the members of the Wu Tang Clan? Fuck no, could yeah, not. He's not that much of a rap guy. Then. Could not. Yeah. What about? Uh, could you name any members of uh, the Rough Riders? Yeah. Who? Gmx though. Who else? That's all I got. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't remember. Individual names. I mean, of, you could probably name three to four of them. If you told, I don't honestly, clan. I don't remember. If you told me this guy, like, do you know this guy? I'm like, yeah, I know him. Yeah, I know you him. can name three, four members of the Wu Tang Clan. Uh, Red Method and <laughs> Red Man, Method Man, Old Dirty Bastard, Jizza, Rizza. Yeah, well, Red Man was never in the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, he it. was. He was. He was thrown at the W. Him and Method. In my mind, he was made a made a record. Yeah, that's right. All right. If you give if you give me the names, I'm like, yeah, of course, I know them. Yeah, I listen to their shit. Wu Tang, I was never big on. Jada Kiss, yeah. I know him. What group was he a part of? I don't know. I don't the remember. Rough, yeah. What was he? They were they were part of the Rough Riders like label. I think. Okay. Right? Who else was on Rough Riders? Uh, there was a gentleman named Dragon. Dragon, motherfucker, remember the name? Dragon, okay. motherfucker. I don't, see, I that's one that flame. that's one I don't remember. And then uh, there was the first lady of the Rough Riders, Eve. Yeah. Uh, that was about Swiss Beats was the producer. He was kind of, he he made all the beats for Rough Riders. But besides that, so it so was a bunch of jobbers. It was the it was DMX was like DMX was the their fucking uh, job squad really. So DMX was like their like Triple H, oh, shit. and then uh, like the Locks were basically like the New Age Outlaws. Get the fuck out of here. Eve was China. Eve was China. Oh my God. And uh, and Dragon was uh, like six. Like or uh, Xbox. You, so you just combine. You know, These people were really popular, no. Devin. You're no, acting you as if combined, they're not. You combine DX with the Job Squad is what you did. So you had Triple H, and then you had all the. Then you had Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards and. Devin's also the one that if you ask him his favorite five Eminem's Eminem songs, he'll name every single song that was famous. I'll just say he won't Dem- name any song that. No, that's not true at all. 
It is very true. No, it's not true. Been down this road. I've asked you before, and you named all those like hits. I don't remember this conversation. I saw Eminem in 1999 at a Warp tour when uh, the Slim Shady LP had just come out. That's sick. Yeah, it was cool. So we're about to wrap up. I just have a quick question for you guys. So this is episode 28, I believe. Uh So we're two away from 30. Do you want to do anything special for episode 30? No. Why the fuck would we do something special for 30? I'm just asking a question. If if we are still... I think we started in January of the beginning of the year, right? Maybe. If we are still doing this in January of 2021... Then we'll talk. Then we'll maybe celebrate that a one-year anniversary. We can do something for 50... Like by that, maybe we'll crack a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, but by that time, we'll probably be doing conventions. Oh, for right? sure. We'll be doing yeah. live shows from conventions. I just, <laughs> I, man, I just a panel. We'll be a panel. I'm just so fucking old. And everything. you just drop knowledge on how to have a successful podcast. It's just, I mean, who are we? Who are we going to have on to tell us <laughs> how to have a successful podcast? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I just need, you know, I, I need wrestling back. I need our wrestling. I don't need AEW and WWE. The world needs AEW and WWE, but as a as a person with thoughts and goals and, you know, desires and fucking hobbies and shit, I need wrestling. I need this to come back. Yeah. I need all. people in the crowd. It's not going to happen. Everybody wants wrestling to come back. Maybe if we went to Target and bought, like, a little ring and had some characters and shit and I could put a CG crowd in, that'd be tight. Like I said, you... You obviously have an idea of what's going to make money in this time of COVID for, for pro wrestling. You front that money, kid. This guy rolls his eyes all the time. Sold air. Well, hey, put your put your uh, what is it? Put your balls on the table, man. If you run a show, you know Mike's going to be there. If you put your balls on the table, wouldn't you get arrested nowadays? Uh, no, you get canceled for sure. Anyways, I think that's about it, man. That's all I got. It's been a long night. Devin came over and was like, we got to do promos. We got to do promos. And I was like, I don't want to do a promo. But Devin, you buried me. Thanks for nothing. Mr. Uh, and then Mr. 57 Takes had to take over. and, uh, and Get the it. fuck out of here. You guys took an hour and 20 minutes. I took 10, 15 minutes. I said, you know what? This and is going to take longer. Let's just can it. And we'll do it another time. Like a quitter. I am a quitter. All right, let's wrap it up, dude. I'm quitting right now. Let's wrap it up. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Hogs and Podcast. Go ahead and head over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can listen to us on all of those. Should they rate and... Rate, subscribe, share, give it to a friend. Uh, tell your mom to listen to us. Uh, we got a new fucking, I don't know, a new podcast coming out every week. So listen to us, subscribe, share it on Twitter. On Instagram, we see a lot of people tag us on Instagram when they're listening to the podcast. Keep doing that. By the way, uh, we yes, we have at Hogsman Pod on at. both Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And fun fact, I got a new phone. I had to re-enter the login and password for uh, our Hogsman Pod on yep. Twitter. And can't remember it. Oh, shit. Can't remember it. So it's uh, our... our our social media for the Hogsman Pod is sitting there in limbo. Can't you just look up your? Uh, oh God, you have a new phone. You can't figure it out. Forget and it. guess what? Just click on the forgot password button. Yeah, it's not linked up to me. Ted, Ted hooked him up. Then tell Ted. Million dollar man, huh? No, I'm not really looking to like run uh, a bunch of social media. If you're Cody Rhodes, hit me up at Devin Sparks on Twitter at American Kaiju on Instagram. Uh, pub beer, cheap fun beer. What's up? 
And what else do we have? Fuck Andy Brown. Fuck Andy Brown. I think that's about it, right? We don't really have anything else to do. We need a script for the end of this show. <laughs> Ted used to bring them. Huh? Ted, Ted used, used to bring them. What are you doing, Adam? Nothing. Yeah. You just bring mics and that's it. I mean, you could do the thing where, you know, give me information. Where a you true professional would have the information. Exactly. Am I right? Anyways. A true professional wouldn't need a script. Devin. This motherfucker. If they want the tip, what do they got to do? They got to take the whole hog. Adios.